Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Well, we're halfway through the week. It's May 9th. I'm John McElroy, and this is AutoLine Daily. Toyota announced its financial earnings for its fiscal year, and it didn't do all that well. But there's no surprise there, what with the impact of the earthquake in Japan and the flooding in Thailand. Global vehicle sales hit 7.3 million units, and that was actually an increase, but only of 0.6%. Despite that increase, revenue dropped 2% to $232 billion, and net profits fell over 30% to $3.5 billion. But Toyota is very bullish on this year. It says global sales will jump 18% to 8.7 million vehicles. It forecasts that revenue will jump by the same percentage amount to $275 billion, and that profits will nearly triple to $9.5 billion. Even so, that would provide a net profit margin of only 3.5%, meaning that Toyota has even more upside potential. You know, like the saying goes, a rising tide raises all boats. U.S. railroads are enjoying a banner year thanks to strong car sales. Those cars and the parts needed to make them pushed train traffic up 21% in April alone, and it's really a NAFTA story. The same sort of increases are happening in Canada and Mexico. As competition in the mid-size sedan segment heats up, Hyundai is making some minor changes to its hot-selling Sonata. For 2013, certain lower-level models get more content, including fog lamps and heated front seats. The range-topping limited trim comes standard with a traditional sunroof, but a panoramic version is also available as an option. As strong as Sonata sales have been, I think Hyundai is running scared. Last month, John Krafcik, the CEO of Hyundai Motor America, said the competition is closing the gap with their advantage in fuel economy and styling. He said his message to the troops was they better react quickly, and I think this is part of that reaction. In an uncharacteristic move, Aston Martin went to the web to reveal the new DBS Ultimate. Usually, automakers push out press releases, unveil vehicles at auto shows, or invite the press to ride and drive events. But this time, the company posted details on its public website. Is this an example of cost-cutting? Maybe it is, but according to Autoblog, this model is probably in its last year, so a proper introduction for what's effectively a new trim line is arguably unnecessary. Opel revealed that the name of its new small car will be the Atom. It did so in a unique way. On its media site, it had a comic strip, as well as a prototype of the car driving a special route on the streets of Frankfurt to spell out its name. The car is expected to debut at the Paris Motor Show in September. As many of you know, Adam Opel was the founder of the automaker, which bears that name, and it's also the formal name of the company, so I guess technically the name of this car is actually the Adam Opel Adam. 
and staying in Germany for the moment. Audi outsold its luxury rival BMW on a global basis in April. Audi sold just over 125,000 cars last month, while BMW sold over 121,000. It was the first time in over a year that Audi outsold BMW, but for the year, BMW has sold just 7,000 more cars than Audi. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Chuck Grinchy pulled out an old rule of thumb to figure out the value of the newest Cadillac. Entry-level ATS at $33,990, he says. At a dollar a pound, because the announced weight is at a sub-3,400 pounds, sounds like a pretty good deal. Coincidence, maybe, but still a pretty nice correlation. You know, I think that dollar a pound rule has held true for nearly 50 years. Somebody check that out for me. Kit Gerhardt thinks he knows why the electric version of the Toyota RAV4 has that outrageous $50,000 price tag. The RAV4 EV, he says, if it actually has 100-mile range in normal driving, would have a battery about four times as big as the one in a Volt or Leaf. No wonder it's expensive. You know, why would anybody buy an electric RAV4 at 50 grand, which is nearly $13,000 more than a Nissan Leaf, and 25 grand more than a RAV4 with a gasoline engine. You know, that's why I get the feeling that Toyota was forced into this project for political and public relations reasons, not because it believed that working with Tesla would produce a superior EV. W.L. Simpson saw our report on Formula One driver Nico Rosberg showing the driving position in an F1 car and had this comment. Formula One, a luge on wheels. No kidding, W.L. Why don't they just lie down in there head first? A bunch of you reacted to our report about the plan to use aluminum wiring in cars to save weight compared to copper. There's a lot of good feedback in the comments section on this one, but I think GPL captured it best. Aluminum wire to save weight? Why don't they just make thinner fuel and brake lines while they're at it? What could go wrong? <laughs> Thanks for your letters and comments. We really get a kick out of reading them. Say we're giving away a number of copies of Paul Ingrassia's new book, Engines of Change, which highlights some of the most historically important automobiles ever created. All you have to do to enter the contest is send your name and address to contest at autolinedetroit.tv. The winners will be selected at random and announced on Autoline After Hours, since Paul is going to be our guest on the show this Thursday night. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.